Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest literally was an eyewitness of the final day on earth. And two Jewish prophets also saw that day, one in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament. Isaiah said, scream in terror, for the day of the Lord has arrived, the time for the Almighty to destroy. Every arm is paralyzed with fear. Every heart melts, and people are terrified. Pangs of anguish grip them like those of a woman in labor. They look helplessly at one another, their faces aflame with fear. For see, the day of the Lord is coming, the terrible day of His fury and fierce anger. The land will be made desolate, and all the sinners destroyed with it. Then in the New Testament, John saw this day, and he said, Then everyone, the kings of the earth, the rulers, the generals, the wealthy, the powerful, and every slave and free person all hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they cried to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us! Hide us from the face of the one who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to survive? When I come back, I'm going to take you to an eyewitness who had an open vision, literally could feel, touch, see this day, and he says, it's about upon us. Be right back. Is there a supernatural dimension, a world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Now, my guest, David Jones, was an eyewitness of what is referred to as the day of the Lord. You'll find out in a few minutes about that. But David, as I've begun to understand your life, frankly, I don't know how you survived. How did you get through all that? I mean, at age 11, your father gives you your first drink, and then later on you become addicted to drugs and alcohol. Um, And your father was a fighter. Uh, Tell me about the time he tried to teach you to fight. Well, he was a brawler, uh, not just in the ring, but also in the streets. And so he thought he was doing a great thing by toughening me up. And so he would knock me down and tell me to get up and fight him back, but I would never fight him back. But when I went into nightclubs, I would fight whoever would mess with me, but not my dad. I, I loved my dad and I respected my dad, but I would never fight him. But he wanted me to be just like him. And I believe, Sid, he thought within himself he was doing the right thing. Now, at age 13, A week before David's father died, 
you knew what was going to happen. Tell me. Yes. Um, the Lord allowed me to dream a dream. And much, many people don't put weights on dreams, but I do. They've always been my warnings. And I dreamed he was in his uh, Chrysler convertible, and he was just going so fast, and he hit this brick bumpment, and, and he was killed. And uh, I remember running to the car, and he was, his head was down below. was running out of his mouth. And I said, Daddy, don't, don't die. Daddy, don't die. And he looked at me and said, Son, Daddy tried. Dropped his head and died. Don't I came die. out of the tree. And I said, Oh no, daddy, my daddy's not die. dead. But then I knew I had a knowing said that it was over for my father. And at the kitchen table, I told my mom, I said, Mom, dad is about to die. She said, Oh, don't say that. I said, I seen it in a dream. He got killed in a car accident. The next week it happened. Exactly as I seen it. Now, David was not a believer in the Messiah. David did not know the Bible, but one night. When you were 17, yes, sir. you had a vision. And it's so interesting to me, uh, this was not just one vision. He then had a second one of the same thing after he became a believer in the Messiah. It's as if God knew David's purpose before David knew God. Tell me what happened. Well, my sister asked me to babysit her children while she wanted to go skating, and I did, and I put the kids to bed. And I had a portable radio, and I was trying to turn it on to try to get a station. All of a sudden, I heard a woman scream. And it's not like it was behind the house or in front of the house. It was just like in the air. So as I went to go towards the window, I stopped, and I said, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. If I go towards that window, I'm going to see something that I don't want to see. But see it, I was compelled to go. And so I pulled back the curtains. It was on the second story, and I looked down, and I didn't see anything. I was like, there's nothing wrong. And then when my eyes caught the stars in the heavens, all of a sudden, I'm just like a, a big movie screen. In color, the moon appeared. And it's like someone took an ice pick and poked the moon. Then blood began to ooze out of the moon. And then all the stars in the heaven begin to fall all at once. And then the sky itself began to roll up as a scroll. And it was happening simultaneously. The moon turned the blood. The stars fall from the heaven. The sky roll up as a scroll. And all of a sudden, I seen a woman with long black hair. She was beholding what was happening, coming upon the earth. And she began to take her fingernails and dig in her face and scream and holler. Then I seen hundreds of people running, thousands of people running, and the horror on their faces. And what God allowed me to sense what they were feeling, total helplessness total terror. And all of a sudden, the vision disappeared, and I fell to the ground, and I was trembling and shaking. I was like, oh, my God, what did I see? Sid, I didn't know anything about visions at the time. And I was like, what should I do? I said, maybe I get the Bible, get the Bible. And I was walking through the house. I said, please, please, Lord, don't let me see nothing else. Please, please don't. I thought something was going to come again. I said, please. And I got the Bible, and I just opened it up, and I went to Revelations, the sixth chapter, beginning at the 12th verse, and it began to tell about the day of the Lord and the moon turning to blood. And I was like, oh, God, I begin to look at that. And I said, Lord Jesus, look at what's happening. I seen this with my eyes. All of a sudden I called my Uncle Eddie. He was a preacher. And I say, I told him what happened. He said, Son, God just showed you a vision. I said, You mean to tell me I'm not going crazy? He said, No, you're not going crazy. He said, God gave you an open vision. When you're going to say yes to Jesus? When you're going to serve the Lord? He's called you to be a preacher of the gospel. And I said, oh, I don't know if I can live saved. I don't know if I can do it. And from that day, I knew within myself, there's something I must do for God. Hold that thought. I'm going to tell you something. When you hear the second vision that David 
was part of. It's what's called an open vision. Your life will never be the same. We're going to be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Call now to get the Day of the Lord Rescue Kit. In this brand new anointed booklet and through David Jones' message on audio CD, you will be prepared for the return of Jesus and the Day of the Lord. Be empowered to live every moment sensing God's awesome presence. Understand how to make sure you are in a right standing with God. Be taught how to prepare yourself and your loved ones for the end times. Included is a powerful prayer of salvation on the audio CD message and in each booklet. You will also receive Sid God-directed book for Jewish evangelism, They Thought for Themselves. Plus this book, 10 Amazing Muslims Touched by God, written to reach Muslims with the gospel. The Day of the Lord Rescue Kit will help you and the lost in your family and others in your life. Don't miss out on getting the Day of the Lord Rescue Kit, which includes David Jones' powerful and convicting audio CD message, They Thought They Had More Time, and a five-pack of Sid Roth's evangelistic booklet, Eyewitness, The Final Day on Earth, plus Sid's powerful book for Jewish evangelism, They Thought for Themselves, and this book for witnessing to Muslims, 10 Amazing Muslims Touched by God. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9218. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9218 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Well, I'll tell you, if I had had the vision that David Jones had, I wouldn't need some uncle to tell me to serve God. I, I, would, I would be running to serve God. But David, he becomes a Marine. He's interested in, in his life. Uh, he's continually, continuously going down, down, down. Uh, and uh, one day he's at work. Uh, someone invites him to go to church with him. And he had an accident that almost cost him his life. What happened to you? The boss brought me a big old check, and I said, me and my brother's going out. We're going to party tonight. And I thought about it. I told that pastor I was coming to his church, and then I, I, I said, no, I'm not going. When I made my mind up not to go, I fell under the conveyor belt. And I tried to lift myself up, Sid, but I had no strength. Then God himself allowed me to hear my heartbeat. Pum, pum. Pum, pum. I said, oh, no. I start fading out, and I wanted to lift myself up, but I had no strength. I say, oh, no, please. I begin to pray. Give me another chance, Lord. Please, please, Lord. I'll go to this man of God. Give me another chance. And I came back, and all the people were around me saying, are you all right? I went like this. Don't do me like this. I'll go to this man of God church. <laughs> the next thing I know, I'm going home. I'm getting ready. Here come my friends coming to party. They was like, hey, man. I said, I went out on the porch. I said, hold it. I'm not going with you guys today. I said, I'm going to the house of God. Y'all don't know. I almost died today. They was like, what? I said, I'm going. They say, it's Friday. It's our party night. I said, y'all can't keep my heart beating. I'm going to the house of God. And I went. And I sat in the back of the church and had evangelists preaching a fiery message. And as he began to preach, um, the conviction started hitting me, and I said, I gotta save myself. And so I got up, and as I started walking towards him, 
all of a sudden said, the devil said, get out of this church. Run out of here. Get out of here. And my legs began to get weak. And I was like, no, no, I know what's right. I've been brought up in church as a little boy. I remember. I remember. And when I got to him, he said, son, do you want to be saved? I said, sir, yes, sir. I want to be saved. And I went to grab his hand. And all of a sudden, the power God hit me. And I flew straight backwards. But when I hit the floor, there wasn't no ushers there to let me down easy. But it, <laughs> but it was like falling on a bed of cotton. Then all of a sudden, the girls was looking at me back then. Uh, I thought I was a cool daddy then. I said, let me get off the floor. All these beautiful girls looking at me. <laughs> then the supernatural began, and it began in my belly. Then it got in my chest. Then it got in my throat. Then my tongue began to cleave to the roof of my mouth. And then I began to hear myself speak in a heavenly language as the Spirit of God give others. Pretty soon, I didn't care about those girls. All of a sudden, I started experiencing such joy, such peace I'd never experienced before. I was addicted to crack cocaine, acid, mescaline, THC, alcohol. But God delivered me. Now I have a joy and a peace I've never experienced before. And I got off the floor and I was just speaking in my heavenly language. And then the ushers were trying to grab me and the pastor said, let him go. God has him now. Okay. Now, what happened to your alcohol addiction? What happened to your drug addiction? Totally gone. Instantly healed by the mighty God of Israel. I'll tell you. Now, when... When God can take someone like him and flatten him on the floor, yes. have him speak in a supernatural language and get delivered and have him. Now, it's been like 25 years 25 you've been years. in ministry, but I am going to take you to February 2012. What happened to you? Well, I got up to go use the restroom, and as I was coming back and I was getting back in the bed, it's like someone grabbed me by the arm and shook me. Next thing I know, I'm catapulted into an open vision, and I'm hovering about 200 feet over the earth, and I can see all the beautiful skies and the sun and all the happiness, people going to and fro in the land, mothers with their children going into the grocery stores, people pumping gas, businessmen with their ties and briefcakes going into the buildings, and all of a sudden, a thick darkness and clouds started appearing upon the earth. And then all of a sudden there was a sound from heaven, a sound that I have never heard before in all my born days. It was like seven claps of thunder uttered into one. The sound was so deafening, not only did it pierce the ears of all mankind, but it began to pierce their skeleton that when they heard it, their bodies began to shake and quake. And this sound was so deafening. People began to scream. Then all of a sudden, like someone took a razor blade and split the heavens. Then here come the Son of God with all his bands of angels and all his glory. Oh, see it, and the colors were glorious, splendid, magnificent, glorious, the blues, the golds, the greens. I never seen such colors like this. And he was coming speedily on the earth. Then people begin to urinate on themselves and scream. And then one man said, no, no, no. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I thought I had time. I thought I had time. But too late. All time it ran out for all mankind. Another man, he was like an Indian guy, real short. He began to say, no, no, no. This is a dream. This is a dream. I'm going to wake up. But Sid, he couldn't wake up because he was already woke. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying, this is the day of the Lord. It has come. 
And I came out of the vision, trembling on the floor, and I'm shaking and quaking within myself. And I begin to pray for me. I didn't pray for my mother, my wife, my children. I begin to intercede for me because God allowed me to see such terror. Terror, we know God is love and he's mercy and he's long-suffering and he's gentle and he's kind. But see, there's another part of God that mankind has not been introduced to, and that's the terror of the Lord. Such terror, such horror. And I begin to repent over my own life. Lord, save me. God, forgive me. Because he allowed me to sense what everyone was feeling, and I begin to repent because I say, God, I want to be pleasing to you, Lord. If I have hurt you or, 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 or come against you in any shape, form, or another, please forgive me, Lord. Lord, please allow me to be counted worthy to go back with you. I have seen the day of the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to me, say, I charge you now to warn all mankind. And he said it like this, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Whether they will believe you or not, give them warning from you, whether they receive you or not, give them warning from you, for the day of the Lord is at hand. You heard that. Now, what are you going to do about it? Mm. I'm going to tell you something. If you are lukewarm, you are backslidden, and you are not prepared for the day of the Lord. You are either going forward red hot for the Messiah or deceived, no in-between. Believe that Jesus died for your sins. Repent. Tell him you're sorry. And believe that he has washed your sins away as if they never existed. And then say, Jesus, with your own words, I make you my Lord. Come and live inside of me. I make you Lord of my life. Do that now. God has given you a very strong charge to tell people. But simultaneously, God is telling many people, from even that are not believers in the Messiah, the same thing. For instance, Orthodox Jews in Israel are being told that we are in the footsteps of the coming of the Messiah. In other words, they know something is up in the air. About the same time that David had that dream, I had a dream. And in my dream, you know, I wasn't even, David, I wasn't even thinking about this. It didn't cross my radar. If someone had said to me, "Uh, the Lord is coming back soon, I would have said, yes, I believe that. But, you know, I'm 73. In my heart of hearts, I'm not sure I really believe that. You're supposed to say he's coming back soon. You're supposed to live like he's coming back soon. But there just seems to be so much that has to be done. But it's not up to my peanut brain. It's up to God. And this is what God showed me in the dream. He said to me three times, I'm coming back soon. I'm coming back soon. I'm coming back soon. David, between you and me, what did you believe in your heart about the Lord's return? I mean, between the two of us. Well, uh, I didn't think it was close. 
I mean, according to all the scriptures and the revelation teachers and the scholars, I know it was going to come, but I wasn't sure. But now I'm absolutely sure that he's coming at an hour and at a time when man least expected. What should someone do that's just heard this message and believes it's from God? Set their house in order. Whatever they need to do for God, they must do quickly. If they need to ask for forgiveness, they better do it quickly. If they need to go to their mother, father, sister, brother, ask for forgiveness, they need to go get things straight before it's everlasting too late because the terror of the Lord is like something I've never seen in my entire life. Okay, let me take you. I know you're living a holy life. Mm -hmm. I know that you love God. Right after that open vision, what did you do? I began to repent and cry out to God. But you repented. I know you. You repented way before a vision like that. Not like this one. Not like this one. Because he made it so real to me. It was so real. And it was so overpowering and overtaking that men and women could not even think straight when it happened. And he came so suddenly, just like he said he would. Why is there so much urgency in you giving this message? I, I, I mean, I've never seen someone with such a compulsion like in an urgency in your voice. Why? Because there's an unction with inside of me that I don't have much time. You don't have much time. We don't have much time. And I must preach it. And I must proclaim it just as Noah did for 120 years that it was going to rain. But they turned a deaf ear to Noah. They didn't believe that man of God. But the Bible say, God said unto Noah, come you and your family into the ark. For he opened up the windows of heaven. And the windows of heaven poured out the water upon the land. And everything that breathed through nostrils died, just like God said he would. When you share this message, things are, have happened to people have you ever seen people that just moan and, and wail and run forward? Sid, I was invited to come preach a week revival. I ended up preaching 21 days. While I was preaching the first night, people begin to wail, football players begin to wail, run into the altar screaming, children, teenagers wailing and repenting, and a lot of them were Christians. The pastor himself, mighty man of God, and his wife just ran to the altar and said, Have mercy on our souls, O God. Spare us, forgive us, O God, and fell to his face. I've never seen such conviction before in my entire life. You were telling me about an evangelist that was at one of your meetings. What <clears throat> happened to him? Well, after the meeting, you know, first of all, when I did the altar call, everybody came. The pastor of the church, the wife, everybody, the, the guest ministers, everybody came. And this evangelist left the meeting, and, you know, this is exactly what he said. David scared the hell out of me with that message. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he had stopped preaching. He wasn't preaching. Next thing you know, he started preaching, doing revivals. Eight months later, he died. Did you just hear what he said? Did you just hear what he said? You see, the Bible says you do not know when your end will come. Eight months later, he died. And all, there's someone looking at me right now, and you think that you're all alone. No, the reason that you're watching this show is for this moment. You think God isn't interested in you? He has you watching us right now for this moment. It's your life. 
It's your eternity. It's your purpose. And I have to tell you this. If there was no fear of not knowing God, no fear of going to hell, I would serve God because he's pure love. I would serve God because compared to knowing God, that's everything. And compared to everything, that's nothing. I want you to choose this day whom you're going to serve. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the living God. On December 26, 2004, the native population, along with thousands of people who were vacationing on the beautiful beaches of Indonesia, were unaware that a massive tsunami was on its way towards them. When it struck, over 250,000 people perished. They were caught unaware. As horrible as that was, the Bible warns of a time known as the Day of the Lord that will come upon the earth and it will bring untold suffering and devastation unlike anything the world has ever witnessed. We will return to It's Supernatural in just one moment. How can you escape the coming wrath of God that will purge planet Earth before the return of Jesus the Messiah? How can you and your loved ones be prepared? Call now to get the Day of the Lord Rescue Kit, which includes David Jones' powerful and convicting audio CD message, They Thought They Had More Time, and a five-pack of Sid Roth's evangelistic booklet, Eyewitness, The Final Day on Earth, plus Sid's powerful book, They Thought for Themselves, and this book, Ten Amazing Muslims Touched by God. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9218. David Jones had what's known as an open vision of the day of the Lord. It was like he was there. He saw it happening. He sensed what was going on. He saw what happened to the people. He's coming back like now, any moment, any time, any day, he's coming back when no one will expect it. In this brand new anointed booklet and through David Jones' message on audio CD, you will be prepared for the return of Jesus and the day of the Lord. Be empowered to live every moment sensing God's awesome presence. Understand how to make sure you are in a right standing with God. Be taught how to prepare yourself and your loved ones for the end times. Included is a powerful prayer of salvation on the audio CD message and in each booklet. You will also receive as part of the day of the Lord Rescue Kit, Sid Roth's God-directed book for Jewish evangelism, They Thought for Themselves, plus this book, Ten Amazing Muslims Touched by God, written to reach Muslims with the gospel. I believe that God is going to have a Muslim cross your path and a Jewish person cross your path because he who wins souls is wise. This unique and anointed Day of the Lord Rescue Kit will help you win the lost in your family and others in your life. You're walking by people every day that you are the best person in the world to reach with this message, a end time message. I have never seen anything as powerful as the booklets and the books that we're making available in the David Jones CD. Get it now, accomplish your destiny. Don't miss out on getting the Day of the Lord Rescue Kit, which includes David Jones' powerful and convicting audio CD message, They Thought They Had More Time, and a five-pack of Sid Roth's evangelistic booklet, Eyewitness, The Final Day on Earth, plus Sid's powerful book for Jewish evangelism, They Thought for Themselves, and this book for witnessing to Muslims, 10 Amazing Muslims Touched by God. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 92. 
1-800-242-1218. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9218 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Is it possible to recapture what the first man and woman had but lost? My guest wants to mentor you because he says there's more. There's so much more.